You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast where I share my life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me again. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Seven Transformations podcast. Welcome back. Welcome again to the show. I apologize in advance if I cough or if I have a little bit of a a raspiness in my voice. I've had a little bit of a cold in the last couple days, so anyway, should be fine. But moving on, today I wanted to talk to you guys about little breakthrough I had and it's you know it's it's not something entirely new it's been just an echo of something that I've learned over the last couple of years but you know when you it's like when you relearn something you're like oh my god and you look back on everything and, and you see the you know you see the the breakthrough and everything else that you're doing so I've, I've been writing a lot on my book obviously right now and one of the things that I've been writing about is forgiveness and and how we can let go of you know, basically the, the emotions that hold us back and, and particularly with forgiveness, it is the sense of there's a collapse that happens. There's a collapse between, you know, feeling that if we forgive somebody, then we are obligated to also love them or trust them again or whatever else. And in, in the part that I'm writing, I write that forgiveness is really not, it has nothing to do with the other person. It's really about you and it's about acknowledging that the pain, that the suffering, that whatever happened can be let go. You know, I don't, I don't have to, after I let go, I'm back to zero. There's no obligation to create something new with that person to love them again necessarily or trust them, you know, depending on the situation, obviously, you know, if, if you have a friend and there's a transgression or something and you want to create something with that person, then Forgiveness is necessary. You have to let go, you know, both people have to let go of what's in the way so that you can create what's next. But let's say something happens to you with a stranger and you have no interest in creating a future or or whatever else. Forgiveness just allows you to bring it back down to zero, bring that situation back to meaningless in the sense that it has no emotional weight, has no pull on your life. And in the chapter that I'm writing about, I write a lot about this stuff and it's it's made me realize, especially with our emotions, the the unbreakable bond between what we believe and our emotions and our results and actions in the real world. You know, there, there's an unbreakable bond. And what that really gets me present to is wow, you know, what you believe is directly going to, you know, uh, create what you do. You know, if you think about it, let's say you're upset with somebody and, you know, you see them in public or at work or it's a family member, whatever, and you believe genuinely that that person is a jerk or that they're mean or that they're whatever other more derogatory terms that I can't say. You know, if you're in public, if you're in the same space with that person, then you are going to have a reaction. It's going to feel awkward. Your mind will be racing about how things should be, how you should respond. You'll be on your toes a little bit. There is something that's going to happen. The energy is going to be, 
you know, something because ultimately there is something in you that that is it's creating that energy. If there's nothing, if that person was a complete stranger, you wouldn't have an opinion, you know, left, right, up, down, sideways, whatever about it because there's nothing to react to. There's nothing to have an opinion about. It's a complete stranger. So ultimately what you believe will determine your emotions, your actions. You know, if you believe that person's a jerk, you're going to avoid them in that common space. If you, if you believe that person's awesome, you're most likely to go and talk to them. You know, even if you aren't, there is still an emotional reaction. So anytime you feel something, that means what, what the power of this is, is you can also go backwards. So if you notice a result in the real world, if you notice that whatever, I'm anxious or I'm sad or something's happening with my actions, I'm avoidant, whatever. You can work backwards in the sense that, you know, you you will always have something that you believe if there's a result. So a result means something that you see in the real world, something happening. If I'm angry, then what is it that I believe that is getting me this result, you know, or getting me this anxiety or getting me this emotional you know, whatever feeling. And most of them, obviously, we care when it's a negative situation, but it goes, you know, both ways too. If, if I really want to create something positive in the world or, you know, if I want to be, let's say I own my own business, I want to be motivated to do a particular project or or whatever, even with, with this book that I'm writing, I really, it's been a real challenge for me and really honing in on what I believe. It's really all about belief. You have to find what is it that you believe, especially the greater you know, the greater outcome that you want, so now we're talking like positive stuff, the greater outcome that you want, the more you have to believe in what you're doing. Your belief is directly related to the action and the results that you want. So if you want really high results or really, you know, a lot of action, there's a cost for that. You know, there's there's a cost in your energy, your time, your resources, you know, all that stuff. So ultimately, if you don't really believe your game, you know, if you don't really believe what you're doing or why you're doing it, it will only take you so far because eventually the costs and the discomfort of doing, you know, whatever it is you're doing, uh, it, it, they're not going to be worth it anymore. You know, and I've gone through that with my own career with, with professional, being a professional athlete with ballroom dancing. There's times when, you know, the, the level of belief that I had in what I'm doing was not sufficient to outweigh the cost in my energy and my body, my time that I'm practicing, the money going to events and things like that. And and you always have this, you know, dynamic balance between the two. You know, in any kind of pursuit that you have, you will always have on one side what you believe about what you're doing. And on the other, you're going to have the cost, you know, the circumstances. And at one point, one of those things will win. And there's no right way around it because sometimes maybe, you know, it is time to quit or maybe, you know, the circumstances you shouldn't push yourself so much because you might be, you know, hurting yourself. I don't know. But a lot of times we tend to be conservative. We tend to have that negative bias of of being playing it safe, you know, so you have to watch out for that because most of the time we tend to err on the side of caution. So it is more likely that your belief is what needs to be changed about what you're doing and not quitting so soon. So back to this whole idea of belief, action, and results is that we are inextricably, you know, linked between what we believe and what our actions are. So 
whatever it is, if you want to get rid of the reaction that you're having with a person in your life or a project or something that's giving you a negative feeling, look at what you believe about it. And this is where vulnerability comes in play because you have to, you have to really be willing to look within and be honest with yourself about what is it that you actually believe. You know, I mean, those things aren't comfortable conversations with yourself because maybe sometimes you, you'll have to acknowledge that you're afraid of earning money or you're afraid of connecting with people or, you know, you feel that you're stupid or whatever. You know, these things are beliefs that are limiting beliefs, right, that we, that we espouse and that we control our, our actions. And some of them are obvious, some of them are not. And, you know, like a, a non-obvious one would be something about yourself. An obvious one would be something about someone else that's external. If you believe that person's a jerk or whatever, you know, that's a, that's a belief that you have and that's going to shape how you see them in the office, how you see them at work, whatever, in person, that kind of thing. But, you know, there's beliefs that are inside of us that shape our actions, you know, like aversions, the things that we avoid, those are shaped by limiting beliefs in our minds about ourselves and about the world that are not usually very obvious. So those take a little more digging. Another thing too about all this is that you, you know, there's a difference between believing something and being attached to it too as well. You know, with people, this is an important distinction to make within this conversation. You know, like for example, you can be a space for somebody and or, or, or be a stand, have a stand about what you believe about them or what they should do without necessarily forcing an angle or forcing or expect, you know, having expectations. So I can be, I can be, I could believe that, let's say you're, you know, very good at something and, and I'm a stand that you pursue that in your life, but I'm not attached to you doing it one way or another. So any chance that I get, I'll, my belief about you being, let's say a great actor or something like that, I will s- support that belief and, and be a space for you to fulfill that, you know, and go research and, and be, you know, into that and, and look for people to talk to. And if anybody that I know that I'll connect them to you so I can be a stand that you'll pursue acting in your life because I really believe that you could be a great actor. But that doesn't mean I'm going to call you and say, hey, you know, why haven't you or have expectations, you know, and basically make you wrong for not pursuing you know, acting in your life. So I, I can have a belief in a sense and have actions that support that belief because again, they're linked together. You can't believe something and not influence how you act. But being attached is very different than believing something. So I can I can believe and and create actions to support that belief with others. You know, like I can believe and be a stand that people are generally good people. You know, that that people have a side of them that is one of greatness and of kindness and generosity. And my actions can support that with people, you know. But if somebody breaks that rule or that belief in my mind and they act selfish or they act, you know, in a very wicked way, does that mean that I'm going to change my belief? Or does that mean that I expect them to be good all the time? No, that's different. You know, my point is that you can stand for what you believe without forcing other people or being attached to an outcome. So that's that's important to to realize with your beliefs is that yes, they are connected to your actions and what you believe 
you commit, when you believe something, you commit to a particular set of results. This is, this is the thing. You could, without realizing it, you're going to commit to a particular set of actions and results. You are committed. When you choose a belief and accept a particular truth, truth is related to action. You know, if, if I believe nothing about a particular situation, I'm just present to what is. There's nothing there. I don't have to react. But the moment that I take on a belief about it, regardless of how active, obvious, or non-obvious, I commit to a particular set of actions. If I, you know, believe of particular value about how people should be or how women should be or how men should be, regardless, I'm going to, I commit to a whole set of future where I'm, I'm in a reality now. We, we float around in various realities based on what we believe. And when you commit to a belief, you, you are committing to a set of actions and therefore results in the real world. You know, so your results right now are a result of the beliefs and values that you committed to at some point, you know, re- whether recently or a long time ago. You know, we say that thoughts create your actions and then actions over time create your habits. Habits create your character. Character over time, you know, creates your destiny, that kind of thing. It's like a wave. So what you are seeing now is really just the the result of the things that you believed, you know, a while ago. And they're manifesting now or very recently, you know, depends on how strong the belief is. So your belief commits you to actions. Now, with people and even with the world, there is a difference between believing and being attached. Being attached is having to do something with specific, something, excuse me, something specific in the real world. So being attached is this has to happen this way right now, right here by a particular date. You know, when you set goals, they are attachments in a way, in the sense that you're trying to use specifically measurable things in the world to get yourself to move, to act, to get results. And they're important, but at the end of the day, you also can't control a goal from happening exactly how you want it to. There are tools. There are tools to help motivate you to put some fire into your butt and to help you, you know, basically move forward. But you cannot control how they actually pan out. And the same thing is with your attachments. It's one thing to believe and know that what you believe in sense of your values commits you to a particular way of being, you know, your, your actions and so on. But when you are attached to something, then you, your actions are also, you're committed to certain actions around that. And then when it doesn't inevitably pan out the way you wanted it to, there are all kinds of actions after that that are predictable as well. You know, regret, anger, resentment, you know, depression, all kinds of things. So by being attached, you inadvertently commit yourself to you know, the, the issues that are likely to happen when the part of it that you can't control, you know, happens. <laughs> so basically, when you're attached to something without realizing it, you're going to be committed to the disappointment of not getting it in a sense because you're attached and it's, it's impossible to control the real world. So anyway, realize that what you believe commits you to actions and results regardless. So be very careful with what you believe. And if you don't like the results or the experiences that you're feeling, examine what you believe behind them.
So hope that's been helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in. Apologize for my cranky voice or whatever, how it sounds, but I really appreciate you. And I uh, really hope, you know, you guys have helped so much with this program over the last couple months. It's almost, gosh, not even a year. I mean, a year is going to be in January. So thank you so much for helping me create this to be a place where people can tune in for advice, for helpful life tips. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this year goes and next year creating a regular show with, with all kinds of interviews. I've got interviews every Friday. So tune in this Friday for another awesome interview. And I'm looking to do more of that. So right now I'm just learning and seeing how it grows and really excited for next year to see where I can take this and what were the popular things that people really enjoyed as far as episodes, content, that kind of thing. You know, this is all an experimental trial. So thank you so much for being with me in that process. So if you if you have anything you want to say or or let me know about feedback, like that, like I said, I'll put it into all those things that I'm thinking about. And I'll give you a shout out. If you have ideas for, uh, you know, a future episode, you know, shoot it all to uh, to the website. So go to the website, seventransformations.com and let me know anything that you're, that's on your mind. So thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your week, wherever you happen to be. And we'll see you Friday for some interviews. You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For more episodes like these, subscribe or stay connected at the 7 